Welcome back, baseball fans. And we have episode 17. Oh, my Lord. Episode 17. Obviously, as you guys can see, if you're listening on um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can't see us. You can only hear my beautiful voice, which I'm very sorry about. Uh, and unfortunately, you cannot hear Shelby's beautiful voice tonight because Shelby is not on tonight. But we have a very special guest, Sean Spradling. Uh, on hello, with us hello. tonight. Yes, Sean. Hello. This is today is what? Sunday, December 4th. I can read yes. numbers and figure out um, dates and whatnot. So Sean has graciously joined us while Shelby is on the um, IR. IR. IL. I'm I'm getting my, my football and my baseball seasons mixed up apparently. Sunday night so, football is on. I get it. Sunday night football is on, but I don't actually watch football and I really don't <laughs> understand why I said IR because I don't ever I don't really know football. So my what little football knowledge I had apparently is coming out. So anyways, um Sean Sprouling, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh why don't you guys why don't you tell uh, the the peoples a little bit about yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, let me first start off with, I can't believe it's episode 17 because I was number 17, like on my team when I played baseball growing up my whole life. Really? Like that has always been my number. So the coincidence that this is the 17th episode is perfect. I I actually picked 17 because of Lance Berkman. So really? it's okay. podcast. So yes. I mean, um, I mean techni- technically, we're a baseball podcast, but more Astrocentric. Not gonna yeah. lie, not gonna lie. But I mean, we 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 talk about the other teams a baseball little bit. Podcast with a slight Houston lean. <laughs> I mean, I'm a homer for Astros. What? No. So, anyways, um, so Sean, we we chose to ask you guys ask you to come on and be a guest on the podcast because. You have a particular set of skills. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you have a particular lean on your on your Twitter about a certain baseball, say, genre. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely, yeah. So the World Cup is going on right now. Think World Cup, but baseball. So the World Baseball Classic um, is back in 2023, next year in March. Um, yeah, so I, a couple months ago, um, when they like re-announced that it would be happening again in 2023, because it's been delayed multiple times, it was supposed to be in 2020, I believe, and then 2021 kept getting delayed because of COVID and, and other things. Um, but they are having the WBC again. And when they announced that I got super excited because last time in 2017, it was like my favorite tournament ever. It was I, it's my favorite brand or genre of baseball, like you said, um, just because of the, like the intensity of every game and the passion and the love that the the players have for like their own countries. It's, it's just so much fun to watch. And on Twitter, I, like the day that it was announced by the MLB, there was some buzz from some reporters. And then like a week following, there was nothing like at all. No one was talking about the WBC. So I was like, well, I I mean, this is a huge tournament. We're going to have a lot of the stars from around, not only at the MLB, but around the world playing in this tournament. Um, I feel like there should be someone at least creating some buzz or some hype around the tournament. So, yeah, I just started. I think it really started with 
I, I posted some like potential lineups for a couple different countries, uh, specifically the Dominican Republic, because that's the one that everybody goes crazy about right now. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Hector Gomez, he's a baseball reporter specifically, like yep. focuses on like Dominican baseball. I like tweeted at him with this like super janky clip art, like, <laughs> just names around a field, like, this is what the lineup could look like. And he retweeted it and it actually got some engagement. I was like, okay, cool. People are talking about this. This is fun. It looks terrible because I, I do like, I dabble in graphic, uh, uh -huh. graphic design a little bit, but, um, so yeah, that was like the first thing. And people were kind of talking about what the lineup could look like roasting me for like putting certain players <laughs> in places that they wouldn't put in the lineup. Um, but then from there, I realized like there was no one talking about the WBC really, at least in like on English speaking Twitter. Right. So from there, I made some like dream team scenarios, like different graphics of every team in the WBC um, that got some good publicity. And then most recently, I've been posting like graphics of the commitments from every country so far. Um, so, yeah. I guess I, I had a friend recently because I don't have a name for my page. It's just me. Um, right. I just, just literally just say Sean on my Twitter account. Um, my friend said, I'm just like the one stop shop for all everything, all things WBC. So, right. You should you change like... your name to like the WBC guy. That's that's yeah. what you should. That's what you should. That's I... what you should rename yourself. I should. Yeah. I mean, not even until like last week did I have anything in my bio that had any like related to the WBC. And then I was like, well, I should probably do that. If I want people to follow me, um, I should probably I mean, have that in my bio. Right. So I'll be honest. Um, I started following you when a couple of months ago, I started looking at the WBC stuff and I wanted to learn more and I had Googled WBC commitments or like WBC roster or something. Mm -hmm. And old, 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 like 2017 rosters came up and I'm all, well, this is some bullshit. That's not what I wanted. Don't, I don't, I don't exactly. care about 2017. Right. And then I had, and then like in that, in that like Google search, one of your tweets had come up and I was like, who's this guy? I don't know who the fuck he is, but it looks like he has like <laughs> world baseball classic stuff. I was like, no, no, these are, I was like, is this old? Is this new? What is this? Oh, it's new. Sweet. So I started, I started following you on that. And then when you did, like when you would, you know, do the commitments and all that stuff and um, I was kind of planning ahead for the off season and talking to Shelby about, you know, what, what can we do in the off season, you know, besides hot stove stuff. And, and I was like, oh, world baseball classic stuff for sure. And then, um, I hit follow and I was like, it's like this Sean guy, I don't know who, I don't know what, I don't know what he does, but he seems to really like the world baseball classic stuff and does a lot. And when I was like researching various teams and like various lineups, couldn't find shit. But I found your Twitter and all, and I was like, all right, Sean Spradley, here you are. Don't know what you got going on with the WBC, but it seems like you know shit. So <laughs> I was like, done. Does it seem like I like work for the MLB <laughs> or something? Nope. Literally, I just like baseball and I post things. So <laughs> so now um, in our in our DM conversations, when, you know, I asked you to come on and stuff, um, you're originally from Austin. Was that, is that where? Okay, so awesome. you're originally from yes. Texas, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you obviously you are, you know, the correct type of fan. You know, you are, yes, not just wearing the shirt, shirt. right? Yes. Not just wearing the shirt. Actually, an Astros fan, you know, which is a big mm -hmm. plus here over here. Uh, but now you are in Colorado, correct? 
I'm in Colorado. Yeah, just outside okay. Boulder. So have you have you gone to any Rockies games or no? I went to one uh, close to the end of the season. It was, uh, it was Rockies Padres, which was super fun. Got to see Ooh. a Juan Soto home run. Um, that was a lot of fun. It was actually uh, what is his name? Venezuelan shortstop for the Rockies. Just made his debut in in September, and it was the day after his debut. Oh. And well, I'm blanking on his name, but he uh, he he went like three for four, something like that. So it was a really fun game, and it's a okay. beautiful stadium. Um, it it's like you can from the like behind the first baseline up in the uh-huh. uh, like the top deck, you can actually see the Rocky Mountains. So it's, it's pretty cool. Was it, yeah. wait, was it cold? No, wait, I, I was like, uh, wait, was at the end chilly. of the season, was it cold? <laughs> yeah, it was chilly. It wasn't too cold, but um, it was, it was still enjoyable. So yeah. were you, so here's, here's the, here's the big question then. Mm-hmm. What, whose gear did you wear when you went to that game? Were That's you a good in question. Rocky's gear? Were you in Padre's gear? Were you like, nope, fuck it. Astros all the way. Like, what what type of gear were you in? This is this is the these are the hard hitting questions that the people want to know, Sean. This is that is a very good question. <laughs> um, I unfortunately did not wear Astros gear, but <sighs> no, I know okay. I know. I the reason is I actually have one Padres jersey. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So I went to high school, Cedar mm-hmm. Park High School. Um, I was the catcher the same time that Chris Paddock, uh, who was a the Padres for a couple of year, uh, a couple of years. Um, he was there as well, so we were in the same class. So I went to go see his debut back in 2018. Um, but anyways, he was on the Padres for a couple of years. It was a Paddock jersey, so yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that I'll allow it. So I, had, I had a reason for wearing <laughs> not Astros <laughs> jersey. You're like, don't don't come for me, Astros Twitter. I promise, <laughs> I'm actually a fan. Yes. That's funny. You can go back on my Twitter. I, I made it clear that I'm an Astros fan. <laughs> I love Even it. Even though I'm I love from it. Austin, I remember, because uh, I, being from Austin, don't have my own baseball team. Right. So it was like always Rangers and Astros. But when I was a kid, like when I first started watching baseball, about 04, 05, there was one team that was very good those years. Um, and so my dad also liked the Astros, turned on the TV. They were in the playoffs. I was like, I like this team. I'm going to like them forever so done and that's done. kind of when yep that's when it started <clears throat> well that that works that works yeah i uh, am a more recent convert to baseball much to my husband's chagrin he he really <laughs> wanted me to like baseball for the entirety of our relationship and that that didn't happen until about 2018 so uh ah. yeah it's i'm one of those apparently so, is he but, also yeah. an astros fan he is he is, but um, he he's an Astros fan, like from way back. And when I say like way back, uh, he is I say much older than than me. He's not. He is a little bit older than me, but um, his dad was a big Astros fan. Like would take him to games in like the original Astrodome type wow. deal. Like so, it's it runs deep. And um, so you know, for a while there, he was. We didn't get to watch baseball because every time. He would try and watch a baseball game. I would be like, "Really, baseball? That's why. What? What does that mean? What? What are we watching?" And then he would just get so frustrated. He's like, "We're not gonna watch." It. I'm like, "Oh, okay, fine." What are they Ta-da! doing? Why? Yeah. Why is it four hours long? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the 2017 Game 5, he literally had to wake me up. And um, No, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Oh. I was, I, and I was so mad about it. I was so mad about it because I was like, what? What did we it's like, oh, it's pregnant. Walked it off in the tent. Right away. And I'm like, I don't, you, there's words in there that I understand individually, but then you strung them together into a sentence. And I don't, what do you, what, what no are you talking about? computes. Mm-mm. He was so mad. He's like, wait, what? And I was like, okay. And then I, now in my fandom, went back and watched the game. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so nerve wracking. He's like, see, see. I was like, oh, I'm very sorry that I was not a fan. I'm very sorry. But yeah. So, anyways, um, speaking about the Astros and the Rangers, let's uh, let's let's chat about a couple of moves, and we'll and then we'll circle back to World Baseball Classic stuff. But let's talk about uh, a couple of moves the Astros and the Rangers have made in the last uh, week or so. So, did they um, did they both yeah. make a move? I they I mean they did they did. Uh, I would say the Astros may have a leg up on the move, but you know that's, <laughs> that may be my Homer opinion on that. I don't know. So. Uh, what do you what do you think about the um, signing of a new first baseman? Yeah, Jose Abreu. Um, Jose Abreu. Since he came into the league, I have been so intrigued by, um, and it's so funny because we are re- well replacing. Um, still not sure where Yuli will be next year. Right. Replacing a Cuban first baseman baseball legend for another first base Cuban legend. Yes. Um, so yes. that's that's like one of those how can you not be romantic about baseball type moves I feel like because <laughs> yeah. they grew up knowing each other and um, but yeah I mean Jose Bray is incredible um, it's I know there's been a lot of talk with like GM moves and Jim Crane and stuff but all of that aside I mean he's been one of the best first basemen in the league for years so I'm really excited that he's going to be in an Astros uniform. Um, he just lengthens the lineup even more. He's has great on base skills, great contact skills. Um, yep. so it's going to be uh, something that I mean, it's going to lengthen our lineup even more. So I'm super excited. Yeah. It's crazy to me. The fact that Jose Abreu MVP, uh, all of these accolades mm-hmm. and he will be most likely batting what, like six, seven, sixth. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> you know, and looking at his numbers uh, from last season and whatnot, I I honestly think that with some protection around him and him not having to press as much, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like last season he was he was pressing because he was, he was that guy, right? You know, with all yep. of the injuries and all of the things going on with the, with the White Sox, he had to be that guy. He had to make the number. And I think now he's like, cool. I don't have to do all of the work by myself. Let's, let's go. He can just let loose. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, um, how those numbers improve. And I think, I think he's gonna, I think he's going to feast. I think he's going to feast on that, on those short porches. Oh yeah. I got a, I was talking to a friend about this as well recently. He was saying, I'm getting a little bit of a Trey Mancini PTSD because he was, everybody was talking about feasting on the left field porch, but I mean, Jose Abreu is that's the perfect left field for him. Like the Crawford boxes are going to be great for him. So it's going to, I mean, it only lengthens our lineup. You can, I, we can afford him, which is great. Right. So it's, he's older, but so is, I mean, he's younger than Yuli. So yeah, I think it's a fantastic move. Yeah. Well, and I feel so bad for Trey Mancini. I mean, cause, cause really the, the man did not get 
playing time. I mean, he went from playing every single day to playing once in a blue moon and, you know, and it's just a vicious circle. I feel bad. Anyways, moving on to, um, he got his ring. He did. He got his ring. He's getting, I think he just got married over the weekend. Oh, did he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I follow all of the, the, the Astros wives on Instagram and, stop their yeah, Instagrams because, you know, that's what I do. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they got married over the weekend. So, awesome. but anyways, yeah. So uh, let's let's circle back to the other not-so-dynamic Texas baseball team, um, the, uh, the the uh, Rangers. The Rangers, yes. Rangers. Mm-hmm. They, they signed sign someone. They did. They signed, uh, they signed Jacob DeGrom for five years. I have heard of him. Yeah. Um, you know, only only the most dynamic best pitcher on planet Earth when healthy. Mm-hmm. Right? Like those those words need to be in bold and mentioned literally every time Jacob DeGrom's name is is mentioned, right? Because yeah. his stats are amazing. But over the last two seasons he's he played like 20 26 games, I think. Yeah. 26 like starts. Over the last two seasons, I'm all, what? When I heard that sound, I'm all, no, surely that's wrong. No, 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 of course. That's, that's like, that, that, that is just insane to me that they paid that much money. And then now Ranger Twitter has lost their mind. They're like, warning to the West, here we come, Astros. <laughs> um, sir, did, did you forget that you don't have any other starting... I mean, you do have Martin, Martin, Martin Perez figured some stuff out last season, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who are you? Who's your other, who are, who are we supposed to be afraid of? Again? Tell me, Jay go to Rizzi. You got Jay go to Rizzi. Of course. Right. Like, Oh, okay, cool. Yes. We're going to be very scared of Jay go to Rizzi, but you know, you got Dane Dunning, Glenn Otto, John Gray. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm forgetting one. I feel, I feel like, I think that might be. Is that it? The rotation right there. Let me see. Yeah, Jacob DeGrom, <laughs> John Gray, Martin Perez, Dane Dunning, Jake Odorizzi. <laughs> so you got one You got one game a week, if you're a Rangers fan, that you're going to be really excited for, I feel like. I, he will He will put butts in seats, right? Yes. He, he will sell some tickets, but uh, who's in your bullpen? Who? Yeah. I think you have, I think they have like two people in their bullpen that that have ERAs lower than three. Is that? Yeah, they, that, have, they had two guys this year. Um, I remember having pretty good numbers. Other than that, it was it was pretty underwhelming. The, the thing is for for the Rangers, I feel like it's Chris Young clearly believes they're in a maybe win not now, a win, win now, but win very very soon window. Um, where they're wanting to spend all that money that they have with the Corey right. Seager and the Marcus Simeon moves last year. So props to them for going in on that. I just don't agree that it's a win now window for them. Right. So. Uh, and I'm like, are your, are your young arms coming up soon? Is that, is that what we're banking on? Like Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. And uh, yeah. I, I want to say there's one other guy that they're, they're trying to. Brock Porter, I believe. Ah, uh, there we go. Yes. So high schooler. Uh, it's, I, I just, I, I fail to see where the, where the 
competition is. I'm not saying that they're not going to win more games. I mean, I, I, I hope they're going to win more than 68 games this season. I don't know. It's never, but, you know, like, they spent all it's, that money. For, for what? It's just, it is a tough division, <laughs> which I haven't, I don't know if I've ever said about the AL West <laughs> since <laughs> in the last five, ten years. <laughs> right. But you have the Astros, obviously. Mariners are up there. They will Mariners, be. Mariners are coming They're now a playoff team. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and, no, Mariners. Mariners will be. And, yes. and Angels have Angels have been making some moves. Angels are making moves just as much as as many moves as as the Rangers. I wouldn't say as high end moves, but they're still making moves. So it's not like it's going to be an easy division now. No. So yeah. So I don't know. They're trying to keep up, and props to them for that. I love being a fan of a team that like wants to actually spend their money. So right. It, Good for them for actually spending the money. I just we'll see if they can make it to third place in the division this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so I, I mean, the Oakland Athletics will always be the Astros' daddy, so it's that's okay too. So, exactly. Um, I mean, besides besides the Oakland A's, who are we afraid of? <laughs> <laughs> Astros Twitter, don't come for me. Y'all know, y'all know that that our record against the A's was, was somehow abysmal, and I don't know why. Um, athletics rants on Twitter. Right? <laughs> I just, oh, bless it. Every time, every time I'm like, oh, the A's, we got this. And then every time I have to eat my words because somehow we just forget to hit or. We just really hate playing against bad teams. I, I think, I is know. that it? Is that, is that what, is that what our excuse is? <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Right. All right. So uh, let's. Let's jump to the World Baseball Classic. We kind of touched on it um, earlier in the intro about kind of like the World Cup, but for baseball. Mm -hmm. So I know that there were some World Baseball Classic games going on now, or like, no, they just ended. Like all the all the beginning pools, like Czech Republic and all of those. So can you tell me a little bit about why they got to play? And why everybody else has to wait until March? Yeah, that is a great question. So that was September and mm -hmm. I believe like early, early October. Um, that was qualifiers for okay. the World Baseball Classic. So most of the teams were already like automatically in the tournament from the previous WBC in 2017. Gotcha. Okay. There were, this tournament expanded from I believe 16 to 20 teams. So now there are 20 teams in the World Baseball Classic. And so for those final four spots, there were uh, a qualifiers tournament. Um, so you had one qualifier in Germany and then one in Panama. From Germany, the two teams that qualified were Great Britain and uh, and the Czech Republic. Yep. Okay. And then from the, uh, the Panama qualifiers, it was Panama and Nicaragua. So those are the awesome. final four teams. You put one of each of those qualifier teams into every pool. Um, and after that, the pools were finalized. So how many pools are there? Three, four? So there are four. Okay. Yeah. A, it's just A, B, C, and D. Um, okay. So they're kind of, the teams are seated and then um, kind of dispersed after that. So yeah, pool A is going to be in Taiwan. Pool B, I have them up here. It will be in Tokyo. Uh, pool C in Arizona in Phoenix, and then Pool D in Miami. So, okay, so can you kind of review who 
who are just real quick, kind of who's in those pools and mm-hmm. who they pl- I don't think a schedule is out yet, right? No, there is a schedule out actually. Okay. Um, so at least for the first round, like the pool round. So gotcha. in pool A in Taiwan, we have Taiwan, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. Um, so Taiwan, the home country, and then a couple European uh, countries in Netherlands and Italy, and then Cuba and Panama will also be there. Pool B is uh, the one in, in Tokyo, Japan. You have Japan, Korea, Australia, China, Czech Republic. Okay. So a pretty clear top two. We can talk about this if you'd like as well. Right. Yeah, um, for sure. Japan and Korea and then mm-hmm. everybody else. And then Pool C, USA, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. That's in Phoenix. And then Pool D, which everybody is calling. And by everybody, I mean like the five people that actually reply to my tweets. Um, <laughs> they're calling like the group of death. You have uh, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Israel, and Nicaragua. Poor Israel and Nicaragua. I know. <laughs> oh, bless it. It is brutal. Wow. Okay. Well, so um can we go back to let's kind of go back um through the pools and just kind of notable players um on Mm -hmm. the on the teams so in pool a you said cuba like cuba cuba's an interesting story right like i kind of wanted to go over cuba as it was because i know that um was it is it uh luis robert and uh yuan moncada can play Mm -hmm. for cuba because they're technically still cuban residents still and cuba gave them uh permission to play in the mlb and exactly. they didn't have to yeah. defect right so i don't believe either of them defected which i think is kind of the line i guess yeah. that cuba is allowing right now um it is i'm glad we're talking about this too because it is a super interesting and probably the, one of the top headlines of the wbc so far and also one of the most confusing um i'm right. still trying to honestly like grasp the everything that goes into Team Cuba, as well as like a lot of even Cuban reporters seem to be trying to figure it all out. Because the reason for that is because throughout Cuban national team history, they have never brought current MLB players to play for them on their team. Uh, okay, uh, so it's all just been um, past Cubans that have played in the MLB or? Yes, it's been filled out. The rosters uh-huh. are normally filled out by the players in the Cuban league, the gotcha. Cuba has okay. their own domestic league. And then mm-hmm. there's been every once in a while, a player that has previously been an affiliated ball that's joined the team, uh, or like a, like a previously defected player that they've all, like allowed to become a citizen again, very gotcha. rare cases. Um, gotcha. but they've never had a current affiliated player, either major league or minor league play for them in the WBC or any other tournament. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So this is like unprecedented totally. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, so where I heard that it was like Luis, is it Robert or is it Robert? I don't, I believe it's just Robert. Is it Robert? Okay. I'm like, Spanish speaking friends don't, (laughs) don't come for me. Okay. Uh, I'm Asian. (laughs) If, if you watch the YouTube, okay. I know I don't sound it, but I am. Um, so, but, so that, that was my question because we, you know, obviously we have lots of Cuban, you know, players on, on our squad as, as, as well as, you know, lots of 
current MLB players, um, you know, but listening to their defection stories, I would highly doubt that they would play for play for Cuba. Uh, you know, I know like um, Randy Rosarena is Cuban, but is playing for the Mexican team, correct? Exactly. Team, team yeah. Mexico, right? Okay. He is a Mexican um, citizen after defecting from Cuba. He moved to Mexico, with, I believe a couple family members, um, and then kind of developed there before he came to the MLB. So he is eligible for and will play for Mexico. So when do rosters need to be done and like filled out? When can That's they stop adding people, I guess? Yeah, let me confirm that for you. I believe it is February 7th or 6th. Okay, so we have still some time for, yes. I guess, uh, for us to figure out who who the Cuban team will, will be and if there will yeah, be any so more Cuban players. The the deadlines that were just announced I, a couple days ago, um, earlier this month, uh, or I guess it's now December, in November, they the 50-man provisional preliminary roster was due. So every country had to submit their 50 man. They're going to narrow it down to 35 January 6th, and then they have oh. to submit the final roster for, on uh, February 7th. Oh, all right. So, but, so, but we don't know who's on that 50 man for anybody or do we? No. no. Uh, for a couple countries, yes. Okay. Uh, and that, we can also talk about this if you'd like. Oh, yes. Let's talk about all of the things. Bigger qualms, qualms because uh, there's not much transparency with the WBC process. So mm -hmm. some countries have publicly submitted their their 50 man, but very few. I think it's like South Korea and Colombia. Those are like the only two of the 20 that have actually released their 50 man rosters. Everyone else, we just have to kind of guess or like go off of commitments that players have posted or teams have posted. Gotcha. Okay, so who? Any notable notes on Colombia that we know? Yeah, let me pull up their uh, roster. I actually like the Colombian team. Um, let me get them pulled up because this is, I have like all of those different graphics that I was telling right. you about. So for Team Colombia, best pitcher we have is Jose Quintana. Okay. Ace, um, who is a, definitely like a household name in the MLB, but in the mm -hmm. WBC will we'll be even more competitive because not every team is going to be rounded up by like MLB players. So right. he'll be he'll be pretty solid. Um, for the lineup, you have Jorge Alfaro, you have Gio Urshela, uh, Donovan Solano, Harold uh, Ramirez, Oscar Mercado, and Luis Renjipo, who I believe are Venezuelan, but are also eligible for Colombia because of, oh, okay. have, I think their moms are, are Colombian. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's a pretty solid team. Right. They are in Pool C, though, which is kind of the issue because they have – that's USA, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. I personally would pick USA and Mexico out of that pool. I really like the, the Mexican right. team as well. But Colombia could surprise. They, they have a good team. So, um, who, who, plays in, who plays in Arizona? Which pool is that? Is that Pool that C? Pool, pool C, Okay. Yep. And then Pool D plays in Miami, correct? Exactly. Yes. Okay. And now, and that's where the later rounds will be as well, like the championship. Both in Arizona and Miami, or just in Miami? In Miami. So Miami okay. will have the semifinals and the championship. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I mean that makes sense though. Yeah. Because <laughs> warm weather and you know all that fun stuff. Is it? Will it? Will it be held in the Marlins Stadium, or where would that be held? 
I believe so. I think it is in the Marlins Stadium because they were selling tickets for Pool D mm-hmm. uh, through the Marlins site. So I would assume okay. it's in the Marlins Stadium. Gotcha. Yeah. I was like, that ju- that question literally just dawned on me because I was like, wait, or will it be in like the, the smaller? I'm like, is it? Is it yeah. spring training camps? Like, where where is it going to go? Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. College yeah. stadium. <laughs> right? I was like, hmm. All right. So, um, okay. So let's let's go back. I guess we'll, let's start from let's start from the beginning. So pool A, we talked about Cuba. Um, I've had, you know, a decent amount of my bourbon. So I don't remember anybody else from pool A. So let's, let's go back. It's, it's hard to remember them all. Yeah. So pool A, we have Cuba. We have Taiwan, Netherlands. Italy and Panama. Okay, so Italy is being coached by Mike Piazza, is that? Mike Piazza, yep. Which is did, fun. Did Trey Mancini did Trey is Trey Mancini playing for, for Team Italy? He is. He's already he really? Yeah. I'm Yay! so excited. Yay, yeah. Trey Mancini. Okay. Who else who so else he'll is on be, he'll Team be Italy? solid? Yeah, so who else for is- Italy, you have uh, Trey Mancini, you have Vinny Pasquantino, which will be super okay, fun. Okay. They're both first basemen, so one of them will DH, I'm sure. Um, you have David Fletcher, whose really? mom is Italian, and he speaks fluent Italian, along with his brother, Dominic Fletcher, who's in the minor leagues for huh. uh, for the, the D-backs. So, Very cool. Yeah, you have Sam Haggerty from the, the, the Mariners, Miles Bastroboni, who I believe was just traded from the Rays to the Cubs. I cannot, um, I cannot giggle at that guy's name every time I hear it. Like legitimately, yeah. I don't, if I was, uh, if I was an announcer, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I would be like, nope, I'm sick that day. Sorry. Can't. Mm-mm. It nope. is a fantastic name. It doesn't even matter how he plays. People are going to remember him. I, and it's not even, it's not even spelled the way that you would think it's spelled, but I'm all, I can't, I cannot, I just, I can't. Nope. Done. Every time I just, I giggle like a schoolgirl every single time. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Yeah, so for, for pitchers, Andre Pallante, uh, for on the Cardinals, you have Daniel Castano, who plays for the Marlins. Um, and then Matt Festa for the Mariners. It's a couple pitchers that are major league ballplayers, but aren't like like headliners or anything. Right. A big commitment that they do have is Jordan Romano, closer for the really? Blues. Yeah, who is actually Canadian, but also Italian. So right. he... If you ask Canadian fans, they're kind of upset because <laughs> right. they would love for him to pitch for Canada, but yeah. he's pitching for Italy. So I what what do all of the teams have the same, I guess, requirement to play for the team? Like do you have to have some sort of lineage? Is it just you have to have a residence there? Like what's what's where's the line in the sand? Yeah, that I think is probably the most common question that I get on Twitter, um, because it can be really confusing on the surface. So there is a common like requirement for every country. You essentially, it boils down to, you have to be eligible for citizenship or a passport for that country. So okay. if you can be, if you can apply for citizenship and be approved for citizenship, then you can play for the country. So the okay. hard part or the thing that kind of I guess differentiates different countries is the citizenship requirements are totally different depending on the country that you're right. from. So for example, Italy, if you have like a man that was a descendant that was Italian at one point, then you probably qualify for citizenship. Like it, it goes back many generations, which is why you see people 
that have never been to Italy or their names don't sound Italian, right. um, but, but they are el- eligible um, and play for the team because they do have Italian blood. Whereas you have like the Netherlands and their citizenship requirements are much stricter. Uh-huh. I believe it's like your parents have to be from the kingdom of the Netherlands uh-huh. for you to qualify. Even if your grandparents are, you don't necessarily qualify for citizenship. Oh, so okay. it, it really varies depending on the country. Gotcha. Yeah. Because David Fletcher totally, totally 100% sounds Italian. So let you got me there. No, for sure. Yep. <laughs> so well, Haggerty, Sam Haggerty, <laughs> not, not necessarily an Italian name, but. <laughs> you know, I would, I would. I could totally butcher the Italian um, accent and, and pretend to do that, but but I'm not going to do that because I will get canceled. And you know, all four <laughs> of my fans will, will be va- very sad. So anyways, um, okay, so we have uh, Cuba, Italy. Who yep, is have... on Taiwan? Anybody that we know from Taiwan? So there aren't going to be many. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't think there's going to be any MLB players that play for Taiwan. They do have their own domestic league as well, the CPBL. So it'll mostly be filled out by CPBL players. Um, they had, uh, Corbin Carroll is eligible for Taiwan. His mom really? is from Taiwan, I believe. Yeah. So oh. they did extend an invitation to him, but he declined it probably just to like prepare for spring right. training. And like, he just made his MLB debut. So it makes sense. Um, right. Or maybe he's just wanting to play for the U.S. The US right. someday. So I don't know. But he declined the offer, so it's mostly going to be filled out by CPBL players. I don't know many Taiwanese players, so um, there have been a couple commitments, but we're, we don't. I don't know the like the fifty men or anything. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah. that covers that covers pool A. No, I feel like we're forgetting someone. Yeah, uh, Panama. Panama. Oh, Netherlands actually. So Panama is going to have. I don't. They don't have a ton of commitments either. Uh-huh. Um, they they are going to be. Pretty solid, though I would say they were one of the qualifiers for the for the tournament. Uh, but they have more like MLB players than Taiwan. Not that that's like the end all right. be all of having a good team, but um, they'll be pretty good. Netherlands is super interesting to me because they have players from both Curacao and Aruba that are eligible, since that's oh, part okay. of the kingdom of the Netherlands. So you uh-huh. have players like Xander Bogarts. Um, you have like Jonathan Scope. Drew Jones in a couple of years will probably really? be able to play for them because his dad is from Curacao, I believe. Interesting. So that's a really fun team. Very cool. So, so, so Xander is um, committed. He's or- not committed. Um, he, I haven't heard anything about him playing yet. He did play in 2017, though. So, uh-huh. so did Jonathan Scope. Um, let me see if I can pull up their potential roster as well because I kind of made like a mock lineup of what if right. everybody committed would look like. Um, Ozzy Albies could also play. You have Jerks and Profar. Wow. Um, Didi Gregorius. They're all from either Curacao or Aruba. Gotcha. Um, another one, Sedane Rafaela, one of the top oh. prospects for the Red Sox. He could play. I believe he's a uh, center fielder. So they have a really solid team if everyone commits. Um, fun story. I don't know if you have, if you knew that Kenley Jansen played in the, I believe, 2023 or 2013 WBC for the Netherlands. Did not know that. He was a catcher. Shut he started as a catcher. Shut the front door. Really? Yep. I would recommend going on YouTube and like looking up Kenley Jansen WBC because he was the catcher and he threw a couple people out like from his knees. It was, it was crazy. 
he used to be a pretty solid catcher. I will definitely have to YouTube that instead of working <laughs> on my English paper after 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 this. That will be priorities. You know, I, I have them straight. That's so okay. So that's pool A. Yes. So out of pool A, who do you think will be victorious? Advance. Yeah, I. This is the hardest pool for me to predict because I think all of the teams are pretty even there. The mm -hmm. other three, I feel like they're a, there's a bigger gap in talent. Pool right. A is the hardest for me. Um, I, if I had to guess right now, I think I'm taking Cuba because mm -hmm. they are now allowing MLB players to join at least a select few. I think their lineup's going to be really solid. I don't know if their pitching is going to be exactly up to par with a lot of the other teams, but at least I feel like their lineup is going to hit their way out of the pool stage. Next round might be tough to to go by without pitching depth, but I would say Cuba and Netherlands. Netherlands does have a really good domestic league as well, so uh -huh. they're going to bring a bunch of solid players from their own league, as well as if players from Curaçao commit, then that would be a, a really solid team. So gotcha. Italy could be really good if they get more players to commit, but um, it, their roster is super up in the air, so I don't really know. All right, well, so then let's go ahead and move on to Pool B. Um, again, yes. bourbon. bourbon is almost done. So pool B totally no clue who's in there. Refresh my memory, please. Yes. So we have Japan, Korea, Australia, China, Czech Republic. And is I think Czech that Republic, this is... the one that has like a fireman or something that was there. Yeah. Second baseman or first someone. Yep, this Something. is. I don't remember. I think he, I think he might have been a pitcher. I don't. I don't remember exactly. Um, Czech Republic's one of my favorite stories from the WBC because they're uh -huh. the only one of the only teams that has like a full roster of homegrown players. Like they didn't have anybody from affiliated ball. It was like you said, firemen and people that like after they qualified for the the WBC, like the, they had to drive home like two hours and then the next day wake up and like go to their day job. Like, right. it so is they're all like normal human doing human beings that like yeah. don't play ball for a living, right? Okay. Crazy story. I'm super excited for them. And Astros fan, fun fact: Ryan Ryan Stanick could play for them. He is eligible for Czech Republic. Um, he probably won't join them just because I, he's actually mentioned that he wants to play for the U.S. He hasn't committed or anything, but mm -hmm. he could play for them, which would be super fun. That would, that would just throw nasty splitters. That would, yeah. he's the only one. That's, that's the only <laughs> one you get. Sorry. Um, yeah. That's fun. All right. So um, Korea has um, G-Man Choi committed. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So Korea has, is the other team that has submitted their 50 man provisional roster. So uh -huh. we have everybody that it could be um, a couple MLB players, G-Man Choi, you have Kim, Hassan Kim, who will probably play for them. Probably the most interesting one that many people were surprised by, Tommy Eidman is Korean. He's Korean American. Yes. Yep. So he could oh. play. Did Rob, did, uh, Rob Refsteiner come in? Yeah, he's on the 50 man. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. So yeah. basically the 50-man provisional roster means that they can add these players to the final roster. Gotcha. So they're going to narrow it down to 35 and then down to 28. So they add players that either want to play, they want to be on the team, or um, if they're not sure, like 
for example, if Tommy Edmonds kind of on the fence, they're going to add him to the 50 man just on the off chance that he does want to play. Uh-huh. I hope he plays. I, I think he would be a fantastic addition to the team. But um, yeah, they're both on the 50 man. Okay. So have invitations been extended to these players then? Or. Okay, yeah, I believe so, don't... so. So they, I don't, I don't believe that they can be added to the 50 man without like their consent. So gotcha. okay. they at least have been reached out to by the manager or the GM and uh-huh. they're considering it. Very cool. So yeah, I like team Korea. They're a ton of fun. And uh, there's a player, their center fielder, Jung-Hoo Lee, is uh-huh. like, he won the MVP in the KBO. He probably will come to the MLB in the next few years. He is an absolute stud. Like, I think this is going to be like the world's awakening to him once they see him in the tournament. So they have a couple players in the MLB, but a lot of KBO players that are also really solid. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. Um, when I, when we played Boston this year, um, yeah. I was looking at Rob Ruffsmeyer and I'm all, Bro looks, he looks Asian somewhat, maybe. He does I don't not look like a rough Snyder. Yeah, I was like, I, you know, <laughs> and I was like, I mean, well, so my maiden name is Roberts. Okay, so my mm-hmm. full name, Susie Ann Roberts. When I showed up to places, people legitimately were like, I, who, who are you? I'm like, oh, Susie wow. Roberts, that's, that's me. That's me. And oh, side note, funny story, we're going to, we'll move back to WBC here in a second, but my junior year, I went to take the ACT and went and checked in and they're like, Susie Roberts, mom, it's me, hi, I'm right here. And the, and the guy's like, Susie Roberts, oh said louder and like looked around me and I'm all, I'm, I said, I'm, I'm right, it, it's, it's me, it's me. And then he looked at me again and he's like, one last time, Susie Roberts, and I'm all, I'm, I'm literally, I'm right here. Like, hello. And he, what, he's like, what are you, are you sure? Pretty, pretty sure. Pretty, pretty sure. That's, I know my name. Thank you. Yeah. And he wow. just kind of looked at me. I'm all, are you thinking that I'm one of those Asians that people would hire to take their test for them? Because if so, that's, I'm the wrong kind of Asian for that. That's not, that's not me. That's <laughs> nope. Mm-mm, nope, wrong kind of Asian. Like if I had the ability to do math, I would have taken over the world by now. That's not, mm-mm. he like, he watched me like a hawk the entire test. And cause he's like, Susie Ann Roberts. I'm all, yes, yes. I know you were expecting some tiny like white girl, like blonde hair and blue eyes, but here I am. That's me. Full on, full on Korean. So anyways, but when I, when I saw Rob, Rob Rusnider, I'm all, I need, I need to do some more research on you. So then I like Googled and found out that, you know, he was adopted and all that. And I was like, oh, that's me. That makes way more sense. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. So, um, Korea, Japan, do we know, are there any notable names that we would know from Japan? Mm, Maybe one. Just, just one. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you Darvish, right? Oh, of course. That's exactly <laughs> who I was thinking of. How we're like this, Sean. It's just it's here. We know. Yeah. Shohei Otani will be playing for Japan in the WBC. Um, he's already committed to play. The interesting thing though is we don't know what extent he'll be playing, uh, mm-hmm. like in what capacity, because right? 
he's the literally the hottest commodity in the baseball world right now. So right. he's being very cautious with trying to like figure out pitch limits and inning limits. So he's actually talked about maybe closing for them, like being their closer in Ooh. the later rounds of the tournament. So just to limit innings and pitch count, which would be the nastiest closer we've ever seen in baseball. <laughs> He's just going to be throwing sinkers and sliders and just, just 100 miles an hour. Just let it eat. Yeah. Bless yeah. it. No, that'll that be, that'll be a ton be... of fun. Oh and I'm just, I'm so excited. We'll talk about Mike Trout once we get to USA. But the fact that we have both Otani and Trout in this tournament is like the ideal scenario for growing baseball, I feel like, around the world, um, which is the whole reason why the WBC even exists. For sure. The fact, I mean, you have the best player in all of baseball for the last decade in Mike Trout and the best, one of the best players, if not the best player we've ever seen, most talented player in Shohei Otani playing. And the fact that they're teammates, but also might play against each other, I am praying for a Shohei Otani Mike Trout matchup where Otani's pitching to Trout. That would just be my favorite at bat to watch ever. So that will be delightful. Wow. Yeah, for sure. So besides Shohei and uh, you, Darvish, who who else is on uh, the Japanese yep. roster? So you have uh, for MLB players, you have. Shohei, you have you Darvish is still considering playing. He actually hasn't played since 09 in the WBC oh, wow. and played in the last couple because he wanted to focus on like spring training with his team because he had okay. just come over to the MLB in 2013, not, not too long before. And then in 2017, he I, I don't know if he was hurt or just wanted to focus on like MLB. Um, Seiya Suzuki is okay. probably going to play. Also hasn't committed yet, but will most likely play. Um, he, he'll be on the 50 man for sure. Um, and then, other than that, it's going to be mostly NPB players, but the NPB is only second in the world to the MLB. Right. Like they yeah. are going to have an absolutely stacked lineup, top to bottom, as well as pitching is going to be ridiculous. So it's going to be a lot of names that the U.S. fans or MLB fans are not used to or like aren't very recognizable. But I would say the top tier teams, everybody talks about the US and everybody talks about the DR, but Japan is right there with them. Like it is those top three in the top tier, I would say. Right. Um, so yeah, you got players like uh, Masataka Yoshida is coming over to the US this okay. year. Um, he's, he'll be a free agent. Um, we're waiting to see who signs him. You have Kodai Senga, who a lot uh -huh. of people are talking about. He's a pitcher um, with his ghost fork pitch, which is a crazy name for a pitch. I love that. Right. Ghost fork. Um, and then you have the best pitcher in the MPB right now, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. He's been uh -huh. the best pitcher for the last couple of years in Japan. But the biggest stories, I would say, other than Otani, you have Roki Sasaki and mm -hmm. uh, Munetaka Murakami. Both Is are Roki really, Sasaki really the, the perfect game guy? He's the perfect game. He threw a perfect game and then almost threw another perfect game right Okay. <laughs> like he threw... He was like, it was like, what, seven, 17 innings? Is that what it yeah, no. something like that. So, it was some, something dumb, right? Yeah. Okay. I was like, wait, yeah, is that like, that guy? Yeah. I think he's like 21 or something like that. Um, and throws upward like over 100 miles per hour. Wow. Um, it's, he's going to come over to the MLB for sure eventually. And then you have, um, I don't know if you know Munetaka Murakami. He's won the yeah. M uh, MVP as well there. He'll come over to the, M uh, the MLB in a couple of years has the most home runs this year of any Japanese born player in the MPB. Um, if MLB fans don't know him and Sasaki, 
they're going to they know their names after this tournament. Right. So, so two names to look out for is, is what you're telling me. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So those are, those are the top two teams in the pool. Honestly, that's the biggest gap of any pool because you have Japan and Korea who mm -hmm. should there's run away with no it doubt that they're going to run away with it. After that, you have Australia, China, and Czech Republic. I love the Czech Republic. I hope they do well, at least win a game. Mm -hmm. I don't see them like moving on in that pool though. Australia is the same way. They have um, a couple players like Curtis Mead, who's a minor leaguer who okay. will play for them. And then they have a decent uh, domestic league as well, but it's nothing close to Japan and Korea. And then China, I have no idea what their team looks like. There has not been any news. They're the only team of all of the 20 teams that there hasn't been a single bit of news that's released about their, their roster. What do you mean? Communist country don't just randomly hand out information to 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 social media? I don't I don't know what you're that that blows my mind. I don't know why. What? Okay. Uh, so moving on to Pool C. Who is in Pool C? Refresh our memories. Pool C is the one in Phoenix. We have USA, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, Great Britain. Okay. So, so that that will be a fun one. So let's let's save USA for kind of the end. Let's talk about the other ones first, and then let's and then we will and pool C with USA. So yeah, yeah. So we have let's start with Great Britain because I really like their team. Uh, they have a really fun uh, like twitter fan base the british really? baseball okay. group because uh -huh. it's so niche that right. like there's only a couple people there's like a there's a couple podcasts that i listen to um and they don't have that many homegrown players but the ones that that do play for them uh are like all about british baseball um but they also along with players that are of british descent uh -huh. they also the bahamas used to be under british rule so right. jazz chisholm will be playing for them okay um he'll be their biggest player he'll he'll be the star in their lineup um other players that are in like affiliated ball lucius fox used to be in the M mlb last year he made a couple appearances uh, i believe he's still in triple a chavez young um you have uh let's see Ta tanaj thomas who is a pitcher one of the top like prospect pitchers for the pirates um so Another team that I don't expect to move out of the, the pool, like the group mm -hmm. stage, but a lot of really intriguing names like Jazz Chisholm and uh, Gabriel Rincones was just drafted in the top 100 players for the Phillies uh, of the draft. He is, I think he was born in Florida, but spent mm -hmm. like all of his life growing up in Scotland. Oh, so wow, he okay. is eligible and will might might not play for them this year, but in the next WBC will probably be playing for Great Britain. So Gosh, a lot of really fun names. Cool. Very cool. So uh, let's Actually, talk to one Astro. Blake Ooh. Taylor will probably play for them. He'll probably be their closer. Really? If the Astros let him, yeah. Did you say Blake Taylor? Yeah, Blake Taylor. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He's pitched for uh gb baseball before i don't know if it was in the wbc or not but he's pitched for them so um i know the their manager is really wanting him to play very cool mm -hmm. nice little tidbit there i like it all right so let's talk about mexico i know um did jose arquiti commit yep he will be pitching for them i really like the mexican team um, i think that they're one of the more underrated teams in the tournament uh -huh. they have their pitching rotation is one of the 
the top rotations, I would say, in the WBC so far. So far, what they have for their top three, and you really only need like three solid pitchers in a tournament right. setting because after that, you just repeat and right. it's going to be like inning limits anyways. So you have Julio Urias, Taiwan Walker, Jose Arquiti. So those top three are already it's a, pretty solid. It's a decent rotation, uh, you know. <laughs> it's not anything I'd write home about, but yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a good one. So um, any any position players that we that we know of? Yep. You mentioned Randy Rosarena. Uh, is Cuban, but also a Mexican citizen. He'll be playing for them. Uh, Alex Verdugo is okay. going to be on the team. He played in 2017 as well. Um, and then you have uh, Isaac Paredes. You have Roddy Tellez. You have um, Alejandro Kirk. Hasn't committed yet, but he'll probably be their catcher. Okay. Um, both of the Urias brothers, the uh, Luis and uh, Ramon Urias, will probably uh -huh. be the, the like middle infielders, which is fun. Gotcha. I love brothers that play in the WBC together. We'll have a couple different brother combos. Right. And, so not, and not related to, to Julio. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Three Urias, only two are related. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. A funny one that everybody's confused about, Austin Barnes will probably mm -hmm. play for them. Um, not also not a Mexican name, but, uh, his, his family is Mexican. So I don't, what, what are you talking about? Austin Barnes totally <laughs> sounds like that. You know, one of these things is not like the other, but yeah, um, that I, I was not aware of that either. That's awesome. Yeah. Then the last couple to like of note, Joy Manessis, um, okay. broke out for the, the Nats this year. Um, he'll be playing for them most likely. And then the fun one for Astros fans, Roberto Osuna will be playing for them. So very controversial, but he has committed to play for Mexico. Um, I'm sure he'll be their closer. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that um, we're, we're, we'll just we'll move, on, move on to uh, we'll leave it there. The, <laughs> to, to the other teams. That's, that's what we'll do. <laughs> um, okay. So. Um, Let's talk about, well, I don't, you, you lead, which, which other country would you like to talk about from there? <laughs> yeah. So we talked about Colombia kind of already. Um, so I guess we can go to, to Canada, Canada. There hasn't been too many Canada's the last team in pool C other than the U S um, there hasn't been too many commitments. Um, Freddie Freeman, the, like the highlight name he's he'll play for them. He played for them in 2017 as well. He'll be solid. Um, of course. And then you have uh, Abraham Toro is probably going to play for them, which will be fun. That will be fun. Be yeah. fun name. The uh, Josh Naylor, Josh Naylor, and Bo Naylor, Bo Naylor, okay. brothers mm -hmm. will probably play. Uh, we're still waiting for their commitments as well, but they'll most likely will, play. Will Bo catch for them? Probably. Okay. I would. I, I think he's probably the best Canadian catcher right now. Uh, okay. They don't. They, I don't think they have any other MLB catchers right now, so he'd be the best option. Um, you have Joey Votto probably will not play, um, just cause he's a little older and didn't want to play in 2017 for some reason. So I don't know. Canadian, why, but... Canadian fans are cheering everyone. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Joey Votto. Just make, make more TikToks. Just, just yeah. make more TikToks and we'll Stick be, we'll be good. Yeah. Tyler O'Neill will play. And then, uh, Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will not be playing for Canada. We'll be playing for the DR. 
Canadian fans are also upset about that because he's also Canadian. But the hard part for Canada is their pitching because they uh -huh. have a couple MLB pitchers, but they're all either hurt or free agents. So no one knows what it's going to, like, who's going to commit. You have Jameson Tyon, Mike Soroka, who's just coming off of, like, a long rehab stint, um, Nick Pavetta, Kyle Quantrill, and James Paxton. So could be solid, Interesting. but I don't know if any of them are actually going to play. Gotcha. All right. So, um, so Team USA, I'm super excited about Team Team USA. Obviously, you know, because our um, our king, yep. King Tuck. Now, mm -hmm. when when the original, when King Tuck was not playing right field, when they had other players there, and I'm all, why are y'all sleeping on King Tuck? What, what what's happening here? And you know, everyone's like Bryce Harper. I'm all, Bryce Harper is hurt and not going to be able to play the outfield people. Do we not understand yeah. them? And now that he's, you know, full on Tommy John surgery. Yeah. Good. Good on I you. Was, I was so bummed though, because Harper as a DH would have been, uh, that would have been the perfect lineup. Like again, everybody's yeah. talking about the DR, but the U S had just as good. If not, I, I would say a better lineup top to bottom with, uh, with Harper in there. He won't be playing now, like you said, because of Tommy John, but oh no, now we have Kyle Tucker. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm looking at the the rotation. So what, Logan Webb, Nestor Cortez, Brady Singer, Merrill Kelly, and Adam Wainwright. Yes. That's, that is not too shabby of a, of a starting rotation. It's not, it's not it's what not. it could be, but it is, it's not shabby. And I, and then you also have Kyle Freeland who probably will be in the bullpen, but is a starter. Um, For it's the a rotation. Rockies, right? Rockies. Yep. Okay. Exactly. He committed a couple of days ago with, with, uh, with Brady Singer. So it's a good rotation. I, I'm a little frustrated though, knowing all of the U S pitchers that we could have, um, who just either don't want to play or the teams won't let them play or just right. want to keep them, their arms safe and healthy right. for the spring training. Totally makes sense. Um, we could try to find a, like a different time of year to have the WBC if that keeps pitchers healthier, but it's just a bummer that, and we'll see when we get to the DR, we do, definitely don't have the best rotation in the tournament. Oh no, so. no, <laughs> that, that, um, that DR rotation may be, May quite possibly be like MLB show like, yeah, rotation. That's that's just, it's, it's the yeah, Astros it's plus Sandy Alcantara. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bless it. Okay, so but let's let's talk about Team USA just real quick, and then we'll yeah. then we'll move on to pull D. So, um, catcher JT Realmuto, mm -hmm. first base Paul Goldschmidt, uh, second base Trevor Story, third base, uh, excuse me, shortstop Trey Turner. Uh, third base, Nolan Arenado. In the outfield, we got Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, and Kyle Tucker. Then we have MVPs Bobby Wood Jr. all over the field. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Cedric Mullins, Tim Anderson, and Will Smith. The other, wait, the other Will Smith? Catcher Will Smith. Catcher Will Smith. I was like, wait, what? What's going on there? Gotcha. Okay, I'm there now. I'm there now. It's like, Not really pitcher. <laughs> Or the Astros, Will Smith. <laughs> right. I was like, hold on. And then DHP Alonso. Yeah. Yeah, the DH now, can go anyway. They want, like, if they want, 
Pete Alonso in there, or if they wanted to get like Bobby Witt for a couple at bats, or Tim Anderson would be a solid DH. So, All right. So that's again not too shabby of a team. I mean, weakest weakest link, possibly Trevor Story. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I would say so. I mean, I ideally. It would would have been so much fun to have Harper healthy so that we could have a Trout or I guess a Harper Trout Tucker outfield and then have right. Mookie play second because oh, he yeah. actually really wanted to play second. Yeah. Um, at this point, we probably need Mookie in the outfield without Harper, but yeah. um, that would have been just beautiful. There would have been no weak spot in the lineup if Mookie was playing second. Yeah, that would have been wow. That's mm-hmm. that's delightful. And we're talking about Trace, Trevor Story as if he's a weak spot, which he's not. Mm-hmm. A quote unquote weak spot. I mean, you know, yeah. just so He's um, defensively. <laughs> yes. Um, so in the bullpen, we have Ryan Presley. I wonder. I wonder who that guy is. He's America's closer, right? He. I don't. I don't. I don't think he has a great. Um, a great song to walk out at, and nothing like that. No. <laughs> right. Um, Devin Williams, Dylan Tate, David Bednar, and Kyle Freeland. So. Devin Williams from the Brewers, right? Brewers, yeah. Brewers, and then Dylan Tate from the Orioles? Correct. David Bednar. Nope. Pirates. Pirates. Pirates, of course. Of course. Um, The the most well-known team, David Bednar, yeah. (laughs) And then Kyle Freeland from the the Rockies. Okay, so, yeah, that's a – it's a solid – it's a solid team. I'd give it, like, a B-plus. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so out a of full roster spots available too. So, well, hopefully Stanek will play. Um, okay. One or two other hitters and, and and a couple more pitchers. Is there anyone that has said, "Hey, I really want to play"? That just kind of let it be known, and like invitation hasn't been sent out yet, or no? No, the U.S. is very quiet with their commitments until they've actually are like publicly like available. So gotcha. the only other one I've seen is Stanek. Like Stanek said he wants to pitch, but no one else that I've heard. All right then. All right. So out of, out of that pool, are, are we thinking that it's, it's Mexico versus USA? Is that kind of. That's what I'm taking. I think those are the clear top two. Colombia is really good, uh, but Mexico I think is, is going to be better for sure. Gotcha. All right. So moving on to uh, pool D. That will be a very interesting. That one. is a gauntlet. Yes, that one's that one's tough. You have three who are like three dominant baseball countries, um, and then two teams who are probably going to be competitive, but I mean, probably won't move on. You have right. the top three. You have Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, and then you have Israel uh, and Nicaragua. Who was who was on Team Israel? I feel so like there's Israel, a name that I should know on Israel, and it's it's escaping me now. Yeah, so they have a whole outfield already. They have Jacques Peterson, Kevin Pillar, and Harrison Bader. Jacques Peterson and Harrison Bader are not are not two names that I would have has put on Team Israel. Very interesting. Why yeah. Team Israel? Tell me, tell me so, how that fits it. Yeah, that goes back to the eligibility requirements that we're talking about for citizenship. So Israel has a specific law called the law of Uh return that allows Jewish 
descendants that are, if you have a parent or a grandparent that's Jewish, you can, or, or Israeli, you can apply for citizenship in Israel. So they both are Jewish Americans and they're eligible to play. Very interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any other yeah. notable notes for Israel? Yeah. So other commitments they have right now, they don't have too many. They have uh, two pitchers committed right now. They have Dean Kramer, Orioles, okay. who will be pretty solid. And then Robert Stock, who plays for the Doosan Bears in the KBO. So oh, okay. he is another pretty solid pitcher in the KBO. So those top two are pretty good. I like them. Um, the I think if there are two players that are both eligible for Israel, neither have talked about playing, but if they joined, it would probably be like the biggest two commitments in the entire tournament. Uh -huh. Max Fried is Jewish. Oh, he could play okay. for them, which would be elite. Like that would yeah. add so much to the rotation. The second one is Astros player Alex, Alex Bregman. Bregman. Yeah. Interesting. Which would be a ton of fun. That would be a ton of fun. I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> no. Right? I like, haven't heard anything about him playing. I'm like, he played for the U.S. in 2017, so. Okay. I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, I, it, would be, it would be super fun. But I don't – do you think the Astros would let him play? Yeah, I probably. Maybe let him play in 2017. <laughs> he was younger back then, though. I say younger, like – He's super old now, but anyways, okay. So, um, they're letting Tucker play. Yeah, uh, yeah, but Tucker's Tucker's younger. Yeah, true. And I mean, you know, he made the final out in the in in, in the World Series. I feel like he can do whatever he wants now. This one, he can, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, uh, so, any anybody anybody notable on um, Team uh, Nicaragua? Yeah, Nicaragua is a little tougher. They don't have too many MLB players. Um, I don't know too many of their commitments um, just because they don't have much of a online presence. Right. They have their highlight name is Jonathan Loisiga on the Yankees. So okay. Okay. He could he could pitch for them. So I think they have one or two other MLB players, but I'm not too familiar. Gotcha. So. All right. Well, so then let's let's talk about the teams of death. That's yeah. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I will go in reverse order of how I okay. think that they will finish, okay. um, starting from three up to one. So I'm going to go with Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. Place in that in that lineup or in, in that pool, which I think might be slightly hot takey because they did they normally do really well in the WBC. They have a really solid lineup. Their pitching is kind of lacking though, and the big thing for me is that their federation has kind of been in a little bit of turmoil over the last year or so. Uh -huh. They uh, There was some controversy over who was going to be the manager for the team oh, or, okay. and, and the GM because Yadier Molina is going to be their, their manager. But um, the there was – what is his name? Astros third hitting coach? Bench coach? Espada? Puerto Rican? Espada, thank you. Joe Espada. I was blanking. He was originally announced the, the manager, but um, because there was like a change in leadership in the Puerto Rican Baseball Federation, they changed over to uh, to Molina, Molina. So because of that, I don't know if, I think they might be a little bit distracted. I don't know if they're going to perform too well in the tournament. Um, I, they're still going to have a really solid team. So right. if they can figure out their stuff internally, then they'll be fine. Um, but I mean, they have probably the most fun team because they have right. Paulo Correa, mean, Francis right. Lindor, Javi Baez. Like that's just so much fun. Right. Kike Hernandez. 
where is Kike Hernandez going to play? Like what position? Anywhere, anywhere that they have a hole, right? What, wherever. Probably center field, honestly. Like he could play anywhere in the outfield. Um, he just he plays all over the field, and their their infield's already so stacked that they don't have many outfielders. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'd be Kike Hernandez. You could also have. Um, let me see. Let me pull up their lineup. They're like potential. These aren't commitments at this point, but da-da, Puerto Rico. Uh, Riley Green is oh, will okay. probably be on the at least provisional roster. Um, uh-huh. Not sure if he'll he'll make the like the final twenty eight. He probably. I mean, talent wise, he could, but right. I don't know if the Tigers will want their like star, like top prospect, new yeah. major leaguer to play. Um, we'll see. I'd love for him. To play. And he could and just then, make some more Superman catches and just be okay out there. So, yeah, I would love him if he played. Then it would probably be him in in center with Kike in left field. Um, and then one name that Puerto Rican fans would love to join, uh, Puerto Rican American, who I know that you know, George Springer, could play. Interesting. So, I, that just it just dawned on me that I hadn't heard. Uh, peep about George Springer and like what happened to him after the collision in center field after that that game. I assume oh, yeah. everything is fine since we haven't heard anything. So I think yeah. no news is good news. I I hope so. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna have to Google that very soon. Anyways, that's so. But uh, pitcher wise, we have Edwin Diaz. Uh, Edwin Diaz, yep, and his brother Alexis Diaz. They'll both okay. play, which will be. Awesome. They had a really good bullpen. They have both of them. Uh, Seth Lugo will probably pitch. Emilio Pagan, Jorge, Lo- Jorge Lopez, uh, Joe Jimenez. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jose Michael Barrios? Gibbons. Jose Michael Barrios. Gibbons, will- really? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's Puerto Rican American. new every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the rotation is probably going to be Jose Barrios, Marcus Stroman, who was the MVP for Team USA in 2017 in the WBC. So really? this will be really interesting to see him pitch for Puerto Rico. Yeah. Interesting. He's on the Cubs, right? Cubs, yep. Cubs, okay. Yeah. Huh. Wait, is After he a uh, Now I have I don't to know. I think he might have like a year left with the Cubs. Okay. I don't remember. Anyways, keep, keep going. Oh, drink, drink more bourbon and then keep going. <laughs> yes, priority. Um, I don't know too many other starters uh, for Puerto Rico. Those are the only two that are committed, so we'll see. But again, in the WBC, starters don't matter as much because right. there's those pitch and inning limits. So their bullpen's really, really solid. So they'll do well, but I, I really like the Venezuelan team. So I think that it's going to be DR in Venezuela out of this pool. He is, Marcus Stroman is a Cub until 2025. He becomes a free agent. 25. Okay. Yeah. Still got a yeah. few years. Yeah. So the, the Cubs are paying him lots of money. Oh, fun. I'm yeah. sure they're very happy about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways. So, um, so yeah, let's move on to um, the next team. Yeah, so Venezuela, I really, really like their team. And if they were in any other pool, um, I guess other would they than, run away with it. I would say so. Um, they're better than any pool, in, uh, any team in Pool A. Pool B 
like they're they might be right up there behind Japan. Uh, but Pool D, it's just so tough because they have both the, the Puerto, Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. Right. But Venezuela is going to be stacked. They have a lineup that will consist of Ronald Acuna, Andres Jimenez, Luis Arias, who are all, I mean, all have had either batting averages above 300 or hit 30, 40 bombs with 30 to 40 stolen bases. Um, Anthony Santander, Salvador Perez, Miguel Cabrera will be playing in his last season. Um, and then everybody's favorite, Jose Altuve. That makes me so happy. That I makes know. me so happy. Um, who, what, what, uh, what pitchers do they have? So they have right now, so far, they, they have Pablo Lopez, uh, Jesus Lazardo, Ranger Suarez, and Herman Marquez. Okay. Okay. So very good. solid. Yeah. Um, and this is assuming all of those teams, like all those players are allowed to play from their teams. Teams have the ability to like deny their request to play, unfortunately. Uh, right. But it makes sense for injury. Yeah. Purposes. So it could be in addition to Pablo Lopez and Herman Marquez, Ranger Suarez, who are all solid players. Jesus Lozardo. You could have Carlos Carrasco might play. Martin Perez. Luis Garcia could pitch oh, for them okay. as well. So they have pitching depth. Like for starting pitching, they're really, really solid. Is Venezuela that's our that's our first base coach. No. Yes. Uh no. yes, yep. Omar right? Lopez. Okay. I was like, hold on. I'm like, yep. I know both of our coaches are going, but I can't remember. Okay. Okay. Yep. Omar Lopez will be is their manager. So it's it's so their exhibition games, they uh -huh. will actually have one against the Astros right before the tournament. Very fun. So somehow Jose Altuve is going to have to flip back and forth between the Astros jersey and the Venezuela jersey. <laughs> right? Just just do a quick change. One yeah. of those like tearaway jerseys. That'll, that'll be delightful. Yeah. yeah. So they'll be training in Minute Maid, I believe, or at least in the Astros facilities um, and then have an exhibition game right before the tournament. Very cool. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I think Luis Garcia may have to, may have to do some convincing to, um, to get on that roster. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. A tryout or two, you know. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about the last one then. Yeah, Twitter's that favorite. Uh, everybody loves talking about the Dominican Republic for, I mean, for good reason. Reasons, they have yeah. up, like top to bottom, probably the deepest lineup and rotation and just pitching staff holistically of any team. Um, they have. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Let's just go around the diamond. Perfect. Gary Sanchez, the only weak spot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? What? It's Not so him. funny. Like everybody, everybody on Twitter is like, looks at this lineup and then they just, everybody points out like, oh, is Gary Sanchez the best catching option that we have? Because <laughs> everywhere else is just first base. Right. Vlad, second base, Jose Ramirez, third base, Manny Machado, shortstop, Jeremy Pena, uh, and then all the outfield, starting Marte, Julio Rodriguez, Juan Soto, Rafael Devers could be DH. Um, and then a ton of options on the bench. You have Wander Franco, Eloy Jimenez, uh, Nelson Cruz will be both the GM and probably play on the team. <laughs> the first GM player ever. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> That'll be so much fun. Tasker Hernandez. Uh, tell Marte. Yeah. So it's, it is an absolutely stacked team. I don't see any team with that kind of depth. 
the only team that matches up to them, I would say, is the U.S. But even with the U.S., like they don't have the pitching that the DR has. So yeah, that yeah, that's uh, seriously. There, there's not any, there's not any other <laughs> catchers besides Gary. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry, but that's that's very mean. But I mean, really, I know. <laughs> I mean, Francisco wow. Mejia. Okay, could be could. I don't know. <laughs> Pedro Severino. Uh, <sighs> not great. Fine, Gary Sanchez. It is. No, we're just kidding. <laughs> um, but let let talk about talk about the uh, talk about the the rotation of death because that's yeah. that's filthy. This, I think this is the differentiator for the DR. They have won the WBC one time uh, in 2013, uh -huh. but they've never had a pitching rotation like this. They always have a stacked lineup, but the, the pitching depth has never quite been up to par with like the top countries in the world. This year, they have <laughs> what probably would be the best MLB rotation if it was an actual team. They have Sergio right. Alcantara, Framber Valdez, Christian Javier, Luis Castillo. No one's getting hit. No one. No, no one. Oh, <laughs> uh, and that's not even including like if Luis Severino joined, he could also pitch for them, or <laughs> like Freddie Peralta. Like it just keeps going on and on. So who's who's their bullpen? Yeah, bullpen. You have uh, Camilo Duvall. You have uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez. A couple Astros: Brian Abreu, uh, Rafael Montero. <laughs> Emmanuel Classe will probably be a closer. It just—it is ridiculous. So you know when when Sandy doesn't want to throw a complete game, they'll just they'll just throw. Okay, fine, Emmanuel Classe, come on in. Oh, Emmanuel yeah. Classe is not feeling up to it. Brian Abreu, come on in, throw some fill. Oh, neither one of them feel good. Sir Anthony, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. You could pitch, like. A different pitcher every single one of the nine innings, and still no one's going to get a hit. <laughs> no one. No one. Christian Javier's like, hey, remember when I threw a no-hitter in the World Series? Look what look what I can do. Let me yeah. let me just throw another no-hitter here with two pitches. <laughs> I just... Uh, it's just nasty. Wow. Wow. Okay. So um, basically basically all, all the... Uh, Dominican players have to do is just, you know, get at least one run and then, you know, they'll be good. <laughs> yeah. If they play like they're supposed to, they shouldn't have any issue at least getting to the semifinals. Wow. Yeah, that's Yeah. That will be that will be an interesting that will be an interesting game. I, I will I will watch all of these games. Now, are the WBC games going to be televised, YouTubed? How do we how do we see these things? Yeah, so the qualifiers were on YouTube and I think like the WBC Facebook page, but the actual tournament in March will be televised in the U.S. Uh, on Fox Sports. So okay. uh, I believe Fox Sports and also a couple games will be on like the, the main Fox channel. Um, so yeah, they'll all be on, on Fox Sports. Very cool. Here, I'm, I'm super stoked about it. Like, so excited. Are I they wait, wait. are they going to be on weird? Is it going to be like weird times? Like, do I ha like? Is it going to be like World Cup where I have to wake up at like three a.m. to watch these things? I don't think the Pool C and Pool D games will, since it's Phoenix and Miami. I think those will be very normal times, probably afternoon to evening. I mean, fingers crossed, right? <laughs> Taiwan and Tokyo, those might be in the middle of the night. 
I would I would have guessed so. I haven't looked at the exact times, but yeah. After that though, the semi half like one of the quarterfinals would be in Miami. The semifinals and the championship will all be in Miami. So it's only pool A and C, uh, A and B, and then that side of the quarterfinals will be in Tokyo. Okay. But if you can, please try to watch the Korea Japan game. That is one of my favorite matchups in this whole tournament. I'm I'm gonna have to wake up at 3 a.m. and to watch. Japan and Korea, and at least uh, pretend like I have some sort of country allegiance to Korea. Jeez. Yeah. You can claim it. Bless it. You can have two countries. It's okay. Um, well, I mean, you know, I do. So that's, that's okay. Like I will, we'll, we'll try and pretend like I know a little bit of Korean and can, can figure out what they're saying. If it was Please. Korea versus us, would you have a preference? Of who you want, you'd want to win? Oh, U.S. for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, deep down, I deep down, I am a blonde, blonde hair, blue eyed person. That's that's. <laughs> yeah, I just look like this on the outside. That's how that is. And if every everybody that's just listening to this is like, I'm sorry, what now? Yeah. So if you don't, <laughs> if you're only listening and you're not watching on YouTube, um, I am in fact Asian with you know like red streaks in my hair. So, well, um, Sean, I, we've, we've now talked an hour and 30 minutes. Um, hopefully we, I can edit this down <laughs> somehow, some way, you know, um, right. I, I mean, time flies when we're having fun and talking about baseball and drinking alcohol. So, um, I really appreciate you coming on and, and spreading your WBC knowledge, uh, with us. Tell us where we can find you again. On the yeah, socials, so, on the YouTubes, where where can we find you? So right now, only two platforms, maybe uh, some more in the future, whether it's a podcast or YouTube channel or something. Uh, but right now it's Twitter at Sean underscore Spradling. And then um, at on TikTok, I am posting some, um, just like some smaller clips of WBC content. Um, it's Sean, it's just at Sean Spradling. So. Perfect. And we will link all of the socials um, underneath in the things in the descriptions as well so that y'all can find him. Um, Sean, I really do think that you should change your actual name to the WBC guy. Like, I think that's <laughs> that I think I think we've we can you can just copyright that you can just trademark it. I won't even I won't even take a cut. Uh, you're welcome. So <laughs> I am benevolent <laughs> like that. I don't, I don't know if you know this or not about me. Um, but yeah, so, um, everyone go follow Sean for super awesome WBC content and he will be posting more things. I assume when um, people commit to various teams and whatnot. And, um, Sean, we will have to have you back on, um, as it gets closer to WBC time, um, to kind of, you know, maybe solidify rotations and whatnot and see if, you know, there's some surprise signings or whatever. And it just completely blows our, blows our mind and says, Oh no, the Czech Republic is going to win it all. Um, <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Right. Great stories. Uh, the, the, the volunteer fireman, uh, you know, secretly throws a 105 mile, mile an hour splitter. That's, that's what it's going to be. So, um, yeah. so, I will, I will post all of the information. Go follow Sean. Sean, I really appreciate you taking the time to um, come on the podcast and chat with us. I say us, like, you know, I have a mouse in my pocket. Shelby is, like I said, um, on the IL. So yeah, just me, just talking to me and my 17 personalities, apparently. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up. So 
I want to thank everybody for uh, liking, subscribing, joining us. Um, I don't know if you know this, Sean, but our YouTube channel has 102 subscribers now. So let's go. Uh, we're big time. We're big time now. I don't. Yeah, we're. I'm very excited about it. We're very, very popular. I'm just kidding. But we, we are growing and uh, we just want to thank all of our listeners. So if you like the content, um, share, subscribe, rate, review. That's how we, um, you know, get get all of the encouragement and outside reinforcement of, of you know, all of our feelings. So we And if you find- follow me, but don't follow Susie, uh, then I highly recommend following subscribing, liking all of the content because this is a super fun podcast and we'll definitely do another one uh, in the future as we, uh, as the tournament gets closer. For sure. And, you know, and like I said, we, we drink, we talk baseball, we have a good time. So, um, Sean, again, we appreciate you like subscribe to everybody, do all of the things guys. Okay. Like what do the kids say these days? Smash that like button. Is that, no, I think so. Is that, is that, I don't know. I'm, I'm old as dirt and now I, I don't know what, what all the cool kids say anymore. So. And go but, watch the WBC. It's the best yes. baseball. Everybody is playing for their country. So passionate. It is, I promise that you will not regret it. Super excited. Um, and again, like I said, Sean, we're going to have you back on um, before the WBC starts to just kind of finalize rosters and whatnot. Go like, subscribe. Um, to all of Sean's stuff. We will be probably tweeting and retweeting all of Sean's stuff because we also are obsessed with the WBC. So, um, and with that, we're going to wrap it up and say, uh, say good night, Sean. So um, um, until next time, we are going to be out of here. So thanks guys. Have a great day. Awesome. Bye.